Hey mamas. Have y'all ever been in a group of people or one-on-one with maybe people that you don't know that well? Maybe they're just acquaintances or maybe they're friends that you're not really comfortable with and noticed that you talk different. You like, you, you, you sort of code switch. Um, maybe you talk deeper. Maybe you talk higher. Maybe you talk faster or slower. Maybe you don't make the same kind of jokes you would make, whether it be with close friends or with your family or something. I was really thinking about how strange it is that so many people do this. And I am so like guilty of this, of doing this. I do it all the time. And it's so natural to me that I've never really like questioned why I do it or for who I do it to, or if it's good or bad. And I kind of had like a, like an existential crisis the other day because I was like, Oh my God, like, who am I? What do I actually sound like? And I like, looked in the mirror and started talking and I was like, what does my actual voice sound like? Because I sound different depending on who I'm talking to. And it really, it really threw me for a loop for a little bit. But I realized I'm probably not alone, I hope. Um, and that's what we're going to get into today is changing yourself for others. We'll get into it all right after this quick break. Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive help supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Okay. Hello. Hello, hello, hello. First off, I realize I probably sound so different um, on this podcast versus how I sound like maybe my YouTube videos. And I don't know if that's good or bad or not. I want to start off by saying it's not like... um. It, I don't know. I don't think it's necessarily like me, like faking a voice. Like as y'all know, like on my YouTube channel, I'm be like, <laughs> like I sound like um like if a helium balloon w like exploded and then like a squirrel ate it like mid explosion and then somehow like gained consciousness and sentience and like could start speaking, and that's like that is what I sound like in my YouTube videos. Whereas on the podcast, it's a little more mellow. It's a little laid back um and it's not that i'm like okay time to record youtube video let's get crazy i think it's more when i'm like excited or you know in like a heightened state of mood i kind of um my voice gets higher i talk faster and 
I'll sometimes do, I do this really weird thing where I'll just like do accents and I've tried to like break out of this, but I had a friend point this out. Y'all have, have you ever like been around someone or maybe you've done this yourself where if you get nervous, you like start talking in a British accent or something. I feel like this is like a fairly new phenomenon. Like it's, it's very interesting, but <laughs> like, for example, say, um, Say you're with a, a a group of like four people and you're trying to figure out where to go and you really want to go to Chili's, but you know everyone there hates Chili's. So you're like, I'm thinking maybe we go to Chili's. <laughs> I don't know if that made any sense, but like using like an accent to try and like add a splash of humor to like break awkwardness. I notice I do that a lot. Um, obviously, I'm not British. Um, believe it or not. So, um, speaking of though, like accents, one thing that I notice I like change myself or change about my voice is when I'm in America, I fully say words the American way. So for example, bag, how I usually say it, I say is bag. Um, I, I mean, I never said like a boot instead of like about, I never really said a, um, I say washroom instead of bathroom. Things like that. Well, that's how I say it when I'm in Canada, but when I'm here, I say bathroom. Like, I fully am Americanized when I'm here, and it's so strange. And I don't know how to feel about it. I feel like it's, um... It makes me feel kind of weird when I, like, notice it, because I'm like, well, that's just not how I talk. Like, I was raised to talk and say, beg. Even though you'll say bog or bag. <clears throat> but when I'm around, I, I I think it came from, like, the way I switched was so many Americans would, like, point it out and be like, sorry, did you just say bag? <laughs> and then I'd, like, feel so self-conscious. So I started saying bag instead of bag. And things like that. Like, when you have a, when you're talking to a group of people and you know that speaking a certain way will like lead to less awkwardness, you're obviously gonna speak that way. Now like whether that's good or bad is kind of what I can't figure out. So like more like broadly, like this episode is kind of like um, just changing yourself in general. I know I just kind of focus on like changing how you talk around people, but like changing yourself in general for people and if it's good or bad, I think it can be both. So. Obviously, there's things about you that um, you really should not change ever for anyone. Like, for example, like your physical. I, I think we talked about this when I talked about plastic surgery and stuff. I mean, you don't. I'm not saying you should never get plastic surgery if it's something that truly, like, genuinely, you think will like improve your life. And there's like no mental way to get over whatever insecurity you're trying to fix. Go ahead. Like, who am I to judge? I will not. No, I'm kidding. Um, but if it's like a seed planted in your head by like a specific person or, you know, like you see freaking uh, – you see your friend just got like jaw filler and they're all like – like have a freaking 90-degree right-angle jawline and they're like, I want that. And then you go and get it too. I think that is like very bad and – there's 
there's good things you can change about yourself. Like, say you're with people and you have a bad habit of maybe um, cutting people off mid-conversation. Oh my god, I used to be like so bad for this. It was like actually thinking about it is horrific. I, I, ooh. I genuinely actually don't think I'd like like figured out how a natural flow of conversation with a group of people goes until like a year ago it genuinely was so bad i would get so much anxiety from groups just because i would always be kind of like left out and not end up saying anything because i'd like try and interject and then like accidentally cut someone off and then they would look offended and then like it would go silent for a minute the way there's actually nothing Like, no worse feeling than when you're in a group of people and you, like, accidentally cut someone off or say something awkward and then it goes silent. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I'm, like, literally sweating thinking about, like, all the times I've done that. And, like, it's horrific. It really is horrific. So, (laughs) things like that where, you know, it's not a favorable quality. It's not really good. Um, and you know, sometimes like a lot of the time you can't help it. It's just like automatic or you're just socially awkward and it's hard to pick up the flow of a conversation and like chime in without cutting someone else off or like ruining their train of thought. But like, it's, it's something that you can change and I've managed to change it for myself. I mean, I hope I, I still cut people off occasionally and it's very awkward when I do, but it's just kind of hard because, like, then you kind of get into this territory of not knowing, like, what you should change about yourself and what is, like, kind of off limits. It's kind of like, have you, have you, <laughs> have y'all ever, like, plucked an eyebrow or something? I was doing, this is a horrible metaphor. I'm so sorry. But I was doing this, like, literally last week. I was just plucking an eyebrow and I was just, like, taking hairs off around the edge. And then I was like, wait, what if I do more? Da, 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 da. And I was like, what if I do more? Da, 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 da. And then I was like, oh my God, like literally my eyebrow is like half the size that it used to be. And I just took too much off. Literally, I like actually ignored the last 20 seconds of me talking. That was a horrible metaphor. I really tried to make it work, but it just did. It just fell apart. It just crumbled horrifically. Um... <laughs> It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. It's hard to tell, like, what parts of you you should change because, like, once you change something about yourself and you notice, like, good effects comes from it. Like, for example, maybe you – like, maybe you stop cutting people off and you notice you have, like, more fun conversations or maybe you start, like, wearing makeup or um, put on, like – foundation and like start getting compliments um on your skin and stuff and that your skin is good and then you decide to like start changing other things like every other insecurity is now on like the task list of things to like knock off it kind of becomes like a slippery slope i guess um 
because it i feel like it's very much like if you can be so comfortable in like exactly how you are and you're not putting on like anything like not makeup wise but like literally like you're not putting on like a, a a fake personality you're not putting on um like you're literally just showing up like exactly how you are like that must be so freeing to just be able to walk in any room and if they don't like you they don't like you um and if it's awkward it's awkward or you know but i guess like on the other hand uh, no not to play devil's advocate um sorry i just i really need to i have a sword on the ground that i really need to play with it's been sitting there for three episodes and i need to like swinging it around it's like a thought sword i'm gonna freaking hit my ipad and crack it in half probably but um on the other hand, you can be, f- <laughs> this is fully devil's advocate, but I just kind of want to explore this thought. You can be fake, and then if people are rude to you, you won't ever take it to heart because it's not your real personality. Wait, let's think about that for a second. Let's think about this ethically. <laughs> Say, like, like, this is an extreme example, but, like, imagine if you just introduced yourself as, like, a, like, as a British person and you're not even British and you like have a fake name and a fake everything. I feel like it would be kind of freeing. Cause you could just like literally do whatever. And it, 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 if people don't like it, then that's just not you and you can't take it to heart. I feel like that's kind of like, for me, why, um, why I think some creators that like really have like a fake online persona. And I say really because literally everyone either has a fully fake internet persona, like creators and stuff, or they ramp up their own persona a little bit for like YouTube. Um, as you all know, like I, 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 I don't ramp up my, well, I just ramp up me in general. Like when I film my YouTube videos, I'm just like, okay, time to drink a Red Bull and be insane. And then I edit it insane so it's like still part of me but it's just not me all the time you know what i'm saying but like that's why so many of these youtubers like i want to say like trisha paytas um a lot of people that like do a lot of trolling and stuff they can like live with getting like a hundred thousand hate comments a day like brutal hate comments because they know it's like people are hating the fictionalized version of themselves and it's not actually them and I don't know. It's it's like it's 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 weird because obviously like not a good thing to have a fake personality. Like I I feel I truly believe it's like probably more freeing to just fully be yourself and not have to like worry about um, if uh, what you're saying, what you're doing is like matching up with like the fake persona you've created. Like that sounds exhausting, but at the same time. Um, it, it it would be scary, but I feel like it could be interesting to just fully be yourself and, like, speak your mind. And I've – the thing is, okay, I know I, – I've been, like, super close with people that are like that, that are very much like, um, like, like, what you see is what you get. And I'm, like, really torn. I don't know if it's fully the way to go. Like, I know everyone's like, be who you are, all that jazz. But, like – I also have seen people that are just fully like themselves and kind of like struggle with it. And almost, I think where people struggle when you're like really yourself is like speaking your mind. 
like out of all the different things you could change about yourself, maybe like having a social filter is one thing that is kind of important to maybe be like a little fake about. Like, f- say, like, I, I there's this person that I knew that, um, like, we would hang out in groups, and there would be, like, people that they weren't really that close with, and if they agreed with any, or disagreed with anyone in the group, they would just, like, blurt it out. Like, someone could be, like, eating, someone could be like, hey, want to go for salmon bagels? And be like, salmon bagels are disgusting. Salmon bagels are nasty. And it would, like, very kind of, like, clearly be, like, a little shock to the group. Not that like Sam Bagels are like the end of the world or anything, but you're like, oh. And they like wouldn't care. And obviously there's like a really silly example, but it's like bluntness, I guess is what that is, um, can be too much for some people. And I think, you know, some people really appreciate that. Some people like love when it can be blunt, but like, that can be also very intimidating to a lot of people. And ooh, I almost dropped my sword. And so, I don't know. It's like a weird mix. It's it's really situation to situation um, on like when you should kind of be fake and when you should be yourself and be real. Speaking of which, I just got a be real notification. So I'm going to go do that and pretend like my life is amazing. <laughs> okay, um, I'll be right back. I want to like kind of talk about the problems of changing yourself uh let's say for like friendships and like relationships like any kind of any kind of partnership with a person that um ends up being like a little long term like let's say a year or so if you really change yourself and let's say you change how your voice is you um don't show like your interests and and such um you don't really like share your values wait let's let's get deeper let's get deeper let's get deeper let's get deeper um let's say you you talk deeper because you're scared um of appearing weak and let's say you don't listen to rap music even though it might be your favorite because that person doesn't like rap music and uh, let's throw in another thing let's say um let's let's say you let's say you put in a lot of product in your hair um so because you know this person likes producted hair like done up hair um but you like like to just like look like a rat Let's say those things. So you can like get into this friendship or relationship right off the start. And you might be fitting like this person's like kind of dream narrative, um, like dream perception of you so well. And things and, and the friendship slash or relationship might like be super well right off the bat because like, you know, you're fitting yourself perfectly into this person. But it's like very much not you and kind of like a performance and changing yourself is like easy in the short term. Like say for things like you're going to a party and you know, want to look done up or, um, you, uh, you lower your voice cause you want to appear confident or something for like a night or like 
a day or something like that can work potentially um mind you it's still not you but just to like just to get over like the like maybe awkwardness or like an insecurity you have like just doing quick little fixes like that however if you continue those and you start building a friendship or relationship based on like this like fake character you've created you will get to a point and i'm saying this with confidence because i've experienced this before um to some extent you will get to a point where you're like wait like i kind of need to like show who the real me is um i guess like <laughs> for <laughs> how do i say this um a lot of like friendships i've had i kind of concealed how much i really don't have it together and so a lot of friends would be quite surprised when i would like finally reveal to them and be like i literally think i went insane today um and then like actually describe to them like what horrific experience my brain came up with for the day um that's kind of one thing i've experienced but no matter what like you will get to a point where you're fed up of like faking whatever it may be or whatever you've changed about yourself and a few things might happen like the person might start be confused and think you're actually putting on like a new personality because suddenly you might sound different suddenly you might look different suddenly you might have different values beliefs or like interests and they'll be very confused because they don't match up with what they've seen for the past like say year or so um when in reality that is just you you're like going back to your um your actual personality so that might confuse them they might um you know they might like question you be like why are you talking like that and it's it it would be very awkward because then you kind of have to explain like say say this this is one thing that i feel like always comes up like say you were hiding that you love um you, you're a gamer and you love to game and play and you you watch like apex legends tournaments and you're like super into that but you hide that throughout like say like a year of friendship or something or maybe you downplay it and then like you start to like just really get back into it um and then they're like confused like why are you like into that it almost might offend you because you know like that's a part of your identity this like gaming um and they think you're just like putting it on for whatever reason so like that is a problem that like can and most likely will come up like i doubt there's anyone out there that can like just create like a a different personality and be able to upkeep it say like in a marriage until they die like <laughs> unless you're like a freaking like russian sleeper agent or something like i genuinely don't <laughs> i don't know if it's possible but it's it's tough, you know? And I guess, like, I never... I, I, I was just really thinking about, like, like times that I've kind of done things similar to this. But I also realized, like, this is definitely, like, a... Like, maybe not a universal experience, but, like, a, a bi-coastal experience, a, a municipal experience. Like, some people definitely are doing that, if not a lot. Um... So I was, like, wondering, like, how do you, 
how do you know when people are changing themselves for you and how can you stop it? Because it, it honestly might be such a relief to someone. Now, take what I'm about to say with a grain of salt, but it might be such a relief to someone if you can like kind of acknowledge that they're changing something about themselves, whether it be like for an insecurity or or something like that. Um, if you can acknowledge it and be like, you don't need to like do that anymore. Like, what? <laughs> what is the One Direction lyric? Don't need makeup to cover up. That is just not even. <laughs> I'm sure whatever girl that who was that like Louis from One Direction. I'm sure that when he said that, she was like, "Whoa, Louis from One Direction." I don't need makeup to cover up. I don't need to change myself for you. And then they lived happily ever after. Now, stupid example. Um, <laughs> but I think it... Say it's like an anxiety. or uh, Sorry. Um, oh my God, the word is on the tip of my tongue. An insecurity. And you kind of notice that someone has this and they're like changing themselves to maybe, maybe they think they're making you more comfortable or making it less awkward. Um, like, what is like a good example of that? Maybe they're, um, say, oh, we're, we're, this is gonna be such a random detailed example, but like, say you, um, are very, very much kind of like a, a, a fun, hippie, like out there disconnected from technology person. Um, and you notice that your significant other is like hiding video games. Like maybe you saw on their Instagram before y'all started dating or whatever that they were like very much posting like video game content um have lots of pictures with a controller in their hand because they're such a gamer something like that um but then like when you're together or, or since you've been together you notice that they don't do that anymore and if you like bring up gaming or anything they like get weird maybe just be like like show interest in it um and hopefully you're not a psychopath and you like don't actually think it's like weird or something to be a gamer like be like hey you game that's so cool I I I didn't know you were into that. Why don't you Why don't you show me your video game? <laughs> why do I actually sound like I'm 70 years old right now? Jesus. Um by the way, I literally remember the other day that I was born in the 1900s and I tweeted that. I was like, "Y'all, I literally was born in the 1900s." And people were like, "Wouldn't that mean you'd be dead?" <laughs> no, cuz the 1900s include the 90s. Which was when I was born. 99, baby. Um, last, last, like, I think, why am I thinking? My birthday. Last three months of that century, of that millenn millennium, I don't know. Um, still squeaked into Gen Z. Gen Z apparently is 97 and on. So, made it into there. If I was a millennial, I don't know what I would do with myself. I think I would have a lot of self-hatred. Why is Monty literally stomping around at the speed of light upstairs? Um, no, it like fully has been freaking me out though. Like at VidCon, like seeing people like younger with me or younger with me. I really, 
the heat is getting to my head. Seeing people that were like like two or three years younger than me that had like full beards and like looked like they were 30. Not saying that I look like a spring chicken or anything. Like I have a little bit of baby face, but like like I'm not the freaking fountain of youth or anything. Let's not get crazy here. But like I was like, whoa, like I really am old. Like there's people younger than me that look like distinguished, like distinguished gentlemen's. Um, and they were born in like 2001. So that really sent me spiraling. A lot of things have been sending me spiraling recently. Um, some things I would love to tell y'all, but I just can't get into it yet. Um, but this morning I very much woke up. Okay. So this just turned into Ben of the Week's therapy session. Perfect. Perfect. Um, (laughs) speaking of which, better help. Anyways, uh, (laughs) I... I literally think I had, like, a break from reality. Like, first of all, I had a dream. I'll make it quick. I know, like, talking about dreams is so stupid. But I had a dream, a very realistic one. Like, it felt realistic. Like, definitely not actually realistic. But, like, I was... Stranger Things, like, reached out to me and wanted me to audition. And I I auditioned and got, like, a small role. And then, like, it was such a fun role. And I was, like, the fun character of the season. And I was, like, oh, my gosh. Um, and, it, I, and I woke up literally thinking it happened. Like, it was such a realistic dream. Like, every detail, I never even questioned that it was a dream or anything. And then I woke up and believed it for a good, like, five minutes. Like, I was just laying in bed, like, my life is going to change when the new season of Stranger Things airs. And I'm in it. And I make my acting debut. Um, and then I realized it was fake and I wanted to die immediately. I wanted to literally put my head in the oven and start it at 500 degrees. So that kind of set the tone for the day. And then I had another thing come up, which I can't say what it is, but literally rivaled that in how ridiculously insane of an opportunity it was. Maybe it'll come, maybe it, it's, it's just at the stage where it's an opportunity. Um, maybe something will come of it and maybe something won't, but we'll see. But like, literally, I, I like think it, it, to me, it's like as equal as like getting on stranger things. Um, and I literally genuinely did not know if it was real or not. And I didn't know if I was awake or not because the dream was so real. So I like literally since then have been like so so weird i was like pinching myself all day like making sure i can like feel things i'm still like very just not with it right now and i really wish i could just tell y'all what it is because it is the most bonkers thing ever um and then i think i'd probably be able to tell you in like a month or so so, like, tweet me in a month if I haven't said what the thing is. But you'll know what the thing is if it happens. But, like, actually, it makes no sense. And it's, like, such a such a thing that I, like, kind of always dreamed of mixed with, like, literally just so much weirdness that, like, it, it, it sounds made up. It sounds like I'm literally lying. Okay, I'm, I'm going to start stop, like, freaking edging y'all and, like... <laughs> Like, hint, trying to hint to what it is without literally giving away a single thing. But you'll see, I guess. Um, I'm going to go scream into my pillow now. 
thank you so much for watching this episode. Um, I really appreciate all the love you guys have been showing recently. Um, if you enjoy this episode, please leave a five-star review on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. And tweet me your own drama using the hashtag drama mama podcast. Okay, okay, burp. Hiccup, hiccup. Tweet me your own drama using the hashtag drama mama podcast on Twitter. My Twitter has been of the week. Um, and I'll see you all next Wednesday. Thank you so much for tuning in. Better of the week, it's Joe, baby.